Ain't nobody listening to this shit. Welcome to the Beyond Our Service podcast, where two veterans with wives and kids pretend to know what they're doing in life. We look at the good, bad, and ugly and laugh our way through it all. So come join us as we go beyond our service. They can have friends over and they're not so close to me and they're all so loud that I want to kill all of them. <laughs> <laughs> like, so I need a bigger house. So I want to like, have a Shit. house where I, I want to have a house where I don't actually know that kids live in the house. All right, welcome back to the podcast, everybody. Today is May 2nd, Sunday. Uh, glad you're with us. Steve-O, how you been, man? I've been good. How are you? Good. It's been a busy, busy week, but uh, another one, another Amen. one down, and uh, they just keep coming. Yeah, they don't get any easier. Somehow, some are. It's just busier and busier. Yeah, for sure. What'd you guys do? Um, well, kind of the same stuff. We've been uh, trying to get through the VA appraisal came through on our on the house we're trying to buy. Uh, so close enough so we're going to close on that hopefully this coming this nice. week um and then um we've had kids sports and um some of that got canceled we've had a ton of rain and then we got hammered with a hailstorm not the fun kind of hammered um we got just nailed by a giant hailstorm uh, like baseball size hail and it went straight through my neighborhood and just kind of went through and so being an insurance agent, we had, I don't know how many hundreds of claims we filed on Thursday, uh, but it was a lot. Um, so uh, with all this work and all the business, busy stuff, it kind of hit me, especially with the, with the claims and everything else that was going on. Um, man, I had a guy, a friend of mine that, uh, well, I, I mean, I say he's a friend of mine. He's an acquaintance. I don't, we don't spend a lot of time together. We don't know each other very well. Um, but he was, he wanted to, he's like, Hey man, can we go have some lunch sometime? I want to, I want to pick your brain on something. And I was like, um, I don't get a lot of that <laughs> in my life. So I'm well, like, people, what? people I'm trying about, to, uh, you know? pull knowledge out of the brain there. Yeah. Wanting my wisdom. I'm like, yeah, that's weird. So I'm like, what do you, what, what is it about? And he's like, man, just like work life balance. Um, I just, uh, you just seem to do a lot better of job of it than I do. And I was like, Oh wow. Um, yeah, man. I mean, I'd love to sit I and mean, we can sit down and talk about it. I don't, I can't, I'm not gonna lie to you though. I'm not real good <laughs> at it. But his whole thing was that he's like, well, I called you the other day and you were at the gym and like, I need, and he's an older guy and he's overweight and everything else, but he's just like, I need to get back to that. But I just don't have time. Like, I don't see how you have, like, you're obviously doing more with your time than I am. Because I'm just working and then I go home and I work and I go home. He's like, you're at least like making time to work out. And I'm like, I mean, sure, buddy. Like, let's. So I got to talk or thinking about it. And, you know, it's just. We talked about it in the green light episode. Uh, the Junto is coming out, by the way. Um, it'll come out this week as well for green lights written by Matthew McConaughey, which is a very good book. Very interesting life for sure. Um, but one of the things he said was at one point, once he had kids, 
and he decided he was doing like five different projects or five things that he always did. And then he decided to cut like three of them. And he called the partners and he's like, Hey, we're shutting it down. Tell the employees, like, we'll give them good severance packages, make it, make it work for them. But I'm done. <laughs> and he basically just was like, I was a father and I had these other like businesses going and then I was acting and I want to make all A's and all those things. And I was making C's at best. So I just had to kind of get rid of some of this stuff so that I could focus on being a father and a husband and an actor and give myself a chance to make all A's. And I thought that, I mean, even just that alone, then this dude asked me this and that's when I reached out to you after I got off the phone with him, I was like, let's talk about, let's talk about work-life balance and just, the constant struggle that it is because it's, and I don't care whether you have kids or not, or if you're married or not, it doesn't matter. It's such a, a challenging thing as you get older. Mm -hmm. And I think it's one of the things about adulting that becomes, especially for men. I think a lot of us, when we get older and all of my friends I've seen, and I think we've all kind of struggled with it. I definitely struggled with it where I love fishing. I have hobbies. I love doing those things, fishing, hunting, they take time mm -hmm. and volleyball. Like I used to do volleyball a lot and all that stuff. So those things took time. Well then as I had, when I had Lily and had Renee, I was married. I couldn't, um, I couldn't do all those things as often as I wanted to. And I found myself just getting frustrated all the time and getting really angry that I had to, there was a lot of things that I wanted to do, but I didn't have time for. And there was a lot of things because all of my time was being sucked away by things I didn't want to do, which was either work or something about work. Especially at that time, I didn't have, I didn't run or own a business. I was just working for an insurance agent. Oop. And um, so I don't know. I just think that that's something that I've kind of sat down and talked and wrote down a bunch of stuff and tried to kind of go through it. Because I think it's something that we're all going to, you're going to hit and, and struggle with, especially once you have a wife and kids as a man, we tend to, you know, I think not to give I, it, to me in my life experience with my group of friends, I feel like guys struggle with it a lot more when it comes to, well, not a lot more, but a different way because we're always doing something on the outside. Like there's, you know, I, I know women struggle with it as well, but I think we always struggle where it's like, but I want to go fish or I want to go hunt or I want to do mm -hmm. this or that. And there comes a time it kind of comes to a head where they're like, I just can't do these things right. anymore right now. I can't play video games right now. Like I got to be a father. I just have to walk away from certain things and it sucks. And it, you kind of hold on to it. Then there's always like that breaking point where you just, you know, and hopefully you're not stupid and stubborn like I am and you don't wait as long. Cause I, you know, that was a struggle. That was a, that was a thing between me and Renee. And that was, there were some times where she kind of had to, pushed pretty hard to get me to realize right. that I was spending way too much time away from the, the family. You think, uh, well, I think one of the coolest parts or exciting things to think about, about the future when you are a parent is your kids hopefully taking on some of those hobbies as well. So that eventually down the road, and like, I know right. you've done that with your son, you've taken him hunting and fishing and all that stuff. And it's like, so it's one of those things like, yeah, there's that initial, especially when you first become a parent, it's like, yeah, your hobbies are done. Like, just get that out of your head. Just get it out of your head. Like they're yeah. done and they should be done because it, you shouldn't have your, you shouldn't yeah, have your wife sitting at home having to do 
everything. Well, even if she's a stay-at-home mom, it doesn't matter. Because when you come home from work, when you come no, home right. from work and you're exhausted or you're pissed off or whatever, well, guess what? She just had an entire day stressful, you know, dealing with your kids and needs help and support too. So yeah, your hobbies at that point, like they're done. But as your kids get older, you know, there's the the awesome opportunities to find new hobbies or for them to to get involved with the ones that you had as well. And then it's like, well, that's just the best of both worlds. But it's hard to deal with when you first have to give those up. Yeah, it's hard to accept. It's hard to accept that you're or or even see that you've come to that yeah. point where you're like, okay, because when you're first married, you don't have any kids. You can kind of, you both can kind of do your own thing, mm-hmm. whatever. And then when the kid, especially like, you know, Lily breastfed and I was like, oh my God, I was so worthless for the first like four or five weeks. Like I didn't have anything to do anyway. So it wasn't that big a deal. Um, and then, and then I deployed, so I was gone and then I came back and then, but I still kind of clung on to certain things not really knowingly just thinking like, man, I like to do this. I don't have anything to do right this minute. I'm going to play video games mm-hmm. or something. And then I kind of just like, I can't sit here anymore. Like there's too many things I need to do. And at the very least I need to spend time with Renee or I need to spend time with Lily or if she's in bed, I need to spend time with Renee or I need to like clean something. I don't know. There's just stuff I have to do. And that's when I was like, God, I'm going to just, I'm done. Yeah. Like I got, I got to get rid of this. And I got rid of the console and I haven't had one since the gaming console, but then it's still, I mean, you, and then I think I went through phases where I was like in denial and I came back and I wanted to fish and stuff and I could, so we kind of worked it out to a degree where I was allowed like half a Saturday a month to kind of plan. And I was allowed to just go fish, but cause I would get up at like four in the morning and then I could be done by 11 or 12. And that was usually when the kids napped and it really wasn't that big a deal. But then when they got a little bit older, it was time to just walk away for a little bit. And I did. I mean, um, it's, it's good that you were okay. able it just, to do it. You know, it I know when I, when I got back from Afghanistan, I definitely had like this weird immature mentality that like, because I was gone for that long, you know, doing whatever that like, I just deserve to, to have my time. And so I was like, yeah, I'll hang out mm-hmm. with the kiddos, you know, when I want to, but I was just like, hanging out with the boys drinking like almost every night like during the week like they were just coming over and we were just like because there's always a sporting game on at some point so we're always just hanging out in the garage yeah you know drinking and i'm just like in my mind i was like yeah i come home i feed the kids you know i'll give them a bath if i have to and then you know and then i just go do my own thing it was like weird like i look back at it and it's like it like i almost get like embarrassed thinking about how stupid that was like how much kind of time I missed with the girls when they were so young, me thinking somehow that I was actually being like a present father and just like somehow also thinking that like I deserved that because of what, because I chose to join the military knowing that I would deploy like, Oh, like congratulations, dude. Like you did exactly what you chose to do. And now you think the world owes you like, I don't know. it It was weird. Um, like looking back at it, it was a very, yeah, it was a very embarrassing time to think about. You know, we talked to, um, we talked about it on the green lights. It'll be in the Junto actually. Um, David's with us and he's very successful. And he talked about like, it's so hard because you 
what got you to be, you want to be successful. You're competitive. Like I'm a competitive person. He's a competitive person. And the things that got him there, he's going to have to stop doing for a while because he has kids. Right. He can't do it at the level that he was doing it because he just has fourth kid. And he's like, it's something's got to give, but it's so hard to let go of something. The, so, the things that got you to where your business is and the things that made you successful and the, the personality or the habits you're going to have to walk away from some of those habits and you, you can't like, how do you do that when that's what, those are the very things that even made you successful to begin with. Uh, yeah. You know what I would say to that, you know, from my own perspective is when, when, you know, when I talked about the selfishness I had coming back from deployment and like all the time that I had lost because I felt like I somehow deserved to do whatever I want or whenever I want. And I had this, this false, I just lied to myself enough to say that I was a present father in that moment just for, for being there, even though I wasn't at all. And then all of a sudden when I got divorced, I realized that all I wanted was that time back and it was gone. And yeah. then now I had a fraction of the time with my kids going forward. And so everything that I loved at that point, I was like, look, I love being in the Marine Corps. I just became an EOD tech. I loved that. But then when all of that happened, every single thing that kept me away from my kids once i woke up it just like the fingers snapped and it took getting divorced for that to happen i just started saying f the marine corps f eod i hate all this stuff all like all just like your buddy like the things that made you successful or that you thought mattered in life i just resented because i had put that above my kids and once i like woke up from this coma of selfishness all i wanted was just that time back and everything that kept me away from my kids or kept me away from what I realized was important. I just started to resent. And that's why I was like, I have to get out. I can't do this. And this is miserable. And so that's yeah. what you did. Like you just hope people don't get to that point because when it does get to that point, you, you know, it, it's just, and you know, I, I don't dwell on it. I don't sit here and say, you know, there's plenty of things in life that everyone probably regrets, but I don't sit here and my gosh, my life is over because, you know, I did some stupid things in the past or my priorities weren't, you know, where they needed to be. But you, you want to avoid that at all costs. And it's definitely just a matter of looking in the mirror and saying, yo, it's not you. It's not about you. Yeah. Well, you, you would hope that, you know, for people, you're right. It's not over um, as long as you learn from it. Right. And don't do it again. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and then you hope that, and then I always encourage and, and talk to people and, you know, if they're younger than me and they, they're not quite where they're, whether they're newlyweds or they don't have kids yet, whatever it's, it's like you want to give them and talk to them and give them the wisdom, like tell them what you learned. It's like, dude, don't do this. Like just stay oh, away dude. from like it, this is coming you're gonna have to accept the fact that you can't play video games for nine hours a day anymore <laughs> and it's okay like but don't don't go don't hang on to this shit as long as i did because i almost lost my marriage because of it and it's, you know for it's you so it's the funny same you thing. said that it's so funny you said that because when i checked into my first unit we had a gunny who was like i mean he was a badass and he was awesome i had tons of respect for him but the first thing he said is he looked at me and he saw i had a ring on my finger and he said, you're married, huh? I was like, yeah. And he was like, let me tell you something. He was like, my greatest regret in life 
was he was like, I let the Marine Corps consume my life and I did, I, I lost my wife and I lost my daughter. And he was like, and to this day, he's like, I've just always, he's like, it's just always ate me up inside. And I remember thinking to myself like, yeah, cool, dude, you don't know me. I'm not getting divorced. That's not happening. Uh, I love my kid. My, she's my world. Like, what are you talking about? And then all of a sudden, five years later, I'm that jackass and I I'm am. just sitting there and I yeah. had that aha moment of like, wow, like he was literally there looking at me, seeing himself, giving me advice. And of course, you're just like, oh, well, I know it all. And then boom, yeah, this guy is no, like, he's not me. Yeah. And so then you sit there and you're just like, oh, my gosh, I wish I can just pass this information on. And it's it's unfortunate because people have to make their own mistakes. But yeah, they know. don't have to. <laughs> They don't always have to make their own mistakes. If we could just help people and people understand that like we're none of us are that much that different from no. each other. And if you could just learn from your parents' mistakes, learn from your friends' mistakes, whoever the hell, and go and just have that I don't know, humility, I guess. I don't know, something to say, you know what? Maybe he's right. I should listen to him. Like, how did he get consumed by the by the marine corps instead yeah. of saying no i got it figured out dude you're not like me i wish people <laughs> would just have the mentality of like that's and that's what i've always said to i've had friends and stuff and i've said to um to them that like i will i try not to ever say that like i will never cheat on my wife and and be like hardcore about it now i truly feel like that'll never happen but i'm also well aware that there's tons of people and men who were fairly happy or pretty happy in their marriage and all of a sudden like one thing led to another and they said it many times that they would never oh i would never cheat on my wife and then they cheat on their wife right. like it's just pot like there's things that happen and then unless you're really intentional and and diligent about staying away from those things like if you if you think that's truly never that not even possible i think that right there is a mistake and you're not being diligent and paying attention to women at work or whatever, and you're putting yourself in bad situations. If you're constantly thinking or very like, man, you know, it could happen. Then I try to stay out of those positions. If there's whatever it is, it just, I'm like, ah, you know, that's, this is not, that's not a smart place to be as a married right. man. That's just not a smart thing to do. I'm not going and doing that with these four dudes who are single. I'm just not doing it. You know? Yeah, exactly. When you're going out and you're like, I know your intentions. Why do I even need to be here? I'm like, right. In that situation. Well, you know, it just comes with when you're young, man, you just think you're invincible. You think what, what you think is, you know, and you can have every good intention you want, but at the end of the day, like you just, you also don't know a lot about yourself yet. Sometimes <laughs> when you're yeah. that young, you don't know anything about the world. I mean, to think that I look at a guy who had been in the Marine Corps for 18 years telling me like, Hey man, this shit can be tough on your life and your marriage. And for me to just be like, okay, yeah, right, dude, I got married. Uh, <laughs> I didn't get married to get divorced. So just cause you suck at being a husband and then you're just like, then oh, you look back. Awesome. I even messaged that dude too, because, uh, because like he always, I don't know his, like I, his words meant more to me after I realized that I completely yeah. gaffed them off. And he truly was just trying to to look out for me because he saw a lot of himself in me 
and I, I reached out to him a couple of years ago about that, but, uh, yeah, youthful ignorance is a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it can, it can, it causes a lot of problems. You only hope that you make some mistakes that are very, that are reversible. And, and I think that every single guy goes through it, through that in one way or another. So either it's deployment or you're just working crazy hours and then you kind of rationalize with yourself in a, in a very selfish way. You think, man, I'm, I'm working this many hours. I'm working this hard to provide for my family. I deserve to, I've earned it. Like yeah. I deserve time off. I deserve to get to do what I want to do. My family be damned and your family takes a back seat. And man, I, I mean, yeah. that was probably the close, that was not probably, that was the closest that we got to a divorce. And it wasn't deployment. It was, I was already out of the army. I had started my business. I was probably my second year in. And it was the pinnacle of a lot of things. Um, making no money, by far the most debt we were in. I mean, everything about it, you know, the first year is a bear of any business. That second year was terrible. And not only did I, and I just had this, this selfish mentality just like that of like, I, want, I work too hard to not be able to do, I'm just tired of telling myself no. I'm tired of telling myself that I need to be doing something mm -hmm. else. And I just don't want to do it anymore. I want to get to do certain, some of the things that I want to do. And so I, I mean, I bought some stuff, like nothing huge, but I think I went and like bought a fishing rod or something. I didn't have any freaking money. I was putting it on a credit card for no reason. You know, I'm like, I'm talking like a couple hundred bucks. Just, just I mean, which isn't a massive amount of money, but it just, when you do it a couple times in a month, it's like, I, but I don't have any money. Like I'm not bringing home any money at this point. Yeah. Right. It's and Renee's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I just, I'm losing it. I'm losing my, I'm so tired of coming home and just not being able to do what I want to do. And then I kind of rationalize a lot of these things. I started doing Muay Thai, which was really expensive. It was a lot of fun, but I kind of told myself, I'm, it's just stress relief. And I'm, this is, I have to, this, I'm managing my time by being, by coming and doing it twice a week at right after work. So I just didn't see the kids because it was late. And then by the time I was back, Mm -hmm. And man, I wasn't putting the kids in the back seat. My family, Renee, or the kids, I was putting them in the trunk of the car. I mean, I wasn't. Man, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. Just it was nuts. And then I finally took what, and I do kind of recognize. Um, I what is not? It's not recognize. What is this? What the hell? Where am I? Encourage, recommend. Thank you. Recommend. Um, yeah, sorry. <laughs> it's, been, it's been a long week. Um, but I do recommend doing this every once in a while. I do think this is kind of a good thing is kind of schedule a time to step away from everything and step away even from your family. And I did it on accident. I was dumb. I mean, you don't do it like in the worst time possible, which is like I did. But uh, I went on this study group thing. In the study group, I learned a lot about my business and blah, blah, blah. That part was great. But really, it got me away from the day-to-day -day grind and made me realize like how much I was being an idiot. And that helped me a ton. So when I came back, I canceled Muay Thai. I started just going straight home. I stopped staying at work past six o'clock. Cause I got, right, I'm, I got, I'm leaving here by five thirty six. And then I started working out because I love working out. I started working out during lunch. Um, and it is a big, you know, your health is a big deal, right? Like it's always like that, that work balance, you know, you need balance. You got to go take care of yourself. You got to exercise of some kind, um, you got to work cause you got to pay for bills and provide for your family. 
but then you also know you have like your marriage and your relationship between you and your wife. You got to manage that and you got to balance that time. Mm-hmm. Then you also got time with your kids. And then, you know, unfortunately until your kids go to a certain age, your, your time for just your me time is going to have to be like at night, like when you're taking a shit in the toilet like, and that's pretty much all you got. Yeah. And that's why I it's a hard lesson. It's an hour it's, every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is hard to come to grasps grasps with that initially. And but when I look back and I just think like I couldn't I couldn't tell you a single thing that was worthwhile that I did in a lot of that time. Yeah. When I sacrificed what I could have been doing with my kids, and I look back and think how profoundly sad it was to waste the, some of the most fun years of their lives just kind of like in this haze of selfishness and it is hard. And when you come to the realization, you know, it's, it's important to make the changes because once you do, you feel great you feel better. Like once you come to that realization and you, you cut some of the things out, especially the ones that are just nonsensical and just like you driven. Yeah. You start to realize like, Oh yeah, that's right. This is why I wanted a family. This is why I wanted to have kids. This is why I love this. And those things, like you said, going to the gym, that important balance, like your wife is not like they realize like, yeah, that's important for you. Just like it's important for them to be able to go out once in a while. Yeah. Like, you know, hey, I'm going to go get a manicure or a pedicure. And it's like, oh, wait, that's right. Like we can support each other and still have, you know, that that me time or to do that hobbies. But that's got to come when you have struck that balance and right. when you've actually prioritized things appropriately because if your family's not first then don't come you know don't come at them with hey i want to go do this you know x y or z because they're going to be like absolutely not <laughs> absolutely no that's what i mean renee during that time you know i would still ask <laughs> i would ask renee like if i could go do that's something. respect though yeah but i was that's respect i was doing it in a way that she didn't really have any and an option to say no because I was just oh, doing so it anyway. Sending prick. Yeah. I was being an asshole. Right. Like I mean, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like, I mean, we almost got a divorce. I was being a douche. Um, mm. like I was, that's where it was like, and it was, she was like, you know, the answer, what the answer should be. You know what you should be doing. Why are you trying to like say this? And then you're going to make me the bad guy. If I'm like, no, I need you to stay here. I need you to help with the kids. And then you're yep. just going to be all yep. butthurt about it and be a douche. And that's, so once, but once you do find that balance, if you, once you can communicate and get through it and then, then you really do can't help each other out, then it is much more enjoyable because then there's no, you don't feel as much guilt while you're doing the thing, assuming that you feel guilty. If you yeah. don't feel guilty, then I, I don't know that maybe you don't even understand what the hell we're talking about. And that's not good. That, <laughs> that's, dude, that's that classic, concerned. like, yeah, where you've been like going out doing everything and you're like babe, can I just please go out? Like it's my buddy's birthday. It's like really important. (laughs) And they were just like, you've been out three days this week. And then instead of like, you know, understanding, you're just like, so can I go? Yeah. And then they're like, oh, fine. And then you come back and they're pissed and you're like, why are you mad? Why did you tell me yes? Yeah. You you told me I could go. go. I don't understand. (laughs) You're just not even, you're just not communicating well enough. Oh, guys are so good at that. Yeah. You just turn it back on them, which is what we're kings at, and that's fine. So I have a question for you yeah. because this is something I struggle with. Um, 
I have, I've had a really hard time my whole life and still, even recognizing that I have a hard time, I still can't stop saying yes to things. Like oh, yeah. I have such a hard time saying no to people because I just like, I want, I love helping people. I love being able to like hang out with people. Like I, I, I like all that, but my God, it is so hard for me to say no. And then I sit there and I get so pissed off when I don't have time to do certain things that I need to do or want to do. And then I'm like, well, half of this stuff you just volunteered for, man. Or like yeah, you could have just said like, hey, you know what? I can't do it right now. And it's like, I still just struggle so much with that. Yeah, so I do the same thing. Um, I think we talked about it before. I'm slightly extroverted. So when it comes to like slightly. helping people or me wanting to do certain things, I do. I think one of the things for me is my job. So my work, I will overextend myself, not just personally, but then I'll have like, I'll have a customer who want, who's like, Hey, do you, um, my, I don't know, there's a fundraiser going on and for a, like a scramble golf tournament, do you want to do it? It's in three weeks. Yeah, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. And then yep. I, so I've committed to that and then it just, it'll pile on that. I'll have like 15 things to do 15 straight days. And it's even as extroverted as I am, it's not that I don't enjoy going out there and doing certain things. It's that then all of a sudden, like I have no time for my family and I did the, I did it for myself, you know? Yeah. I got you. So thank you. Mm -hmm. So that's the thing where it's like, man, I just, I, I, I overextend myself hardcore by saying yes to a million things. I'm terrible at checking my calendar anyway. Um, so that just gets worse. And then I don't do it on purpose, but then all of a sudden I'm out and gone. Like I was supposed to go on a golf trip to, um, with a bunch of guys not too long ago. And I, I ended up just canceling it. Like I backed out and because I, I, I was gone the weekend before I was going to be gone that weekend. I was going to miss Steven's baseball. I was going to be like, I mean, just all this stuff. And I just didn't realize, I didn't realize his baseball would be that those dates. It's not like I committed to all this. I committed to half of it like months ago, but I don't ever like, right. well, it's so easy to do it too. When you were like, Oh, I don't have to think about that for three months. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, what may that's forever from now. Yeah. And then like I say yes to 15 more things in May, then May comes and I'm like, what did I do? Why did I do this to myself? Um, yeah. So if I could learn how to use a calendar, that'd be great. That would help. That would help me. But I don't know if that's likely. But I mean, my even my employees, have, they've noticed it too. Like I will overextend myself if people ask me to do stuff or be where somewhere, do this thing, do that thing. And I'm usually like, yeah. Like I hate telling them no. Right. But it's got to, I've got to get better at that for sure. So speaking of work, I think one, like, so we talked about like when you're kid, when you first start having kids and you get to the realization that like half your hobbies got to stop or be postponed for a little bit um, or greatly reduced. I think the next phase and the kind of the phase I'm in now, which I started the business in 2016, but now my kids are a little older so I can do certain hobbies with them. But mm. now they want to play sports they want to do certain things. They like, they like certain things. Now, I mean, they're getting more expensive too. So now it's like my wife would like to work a little bit less, um, but she doesn't have to work less. It's not like she's like badgering me to work less, but in my mind, I am like, I got to work harder. I got to work more because I got to, I want to pay for all their sports. I hate dude. The, like two years ago when we first started the business um, in 2016, 2017, 
a little bit of 18. Like, Steven wanted to play, like, both of them wanted to play soccer, baseball, softball. Like, they wanted to play all the sports. And there was no way in hell we could afford for them to do all that. And so we had to tell them, no, We're like, man, you can't, you got to pick one. Like, I can't, we can't, I just can't do all that. And that, man, that drives right. me nuts. Like, as a, like, I don't know. I don't know if it's a father thing or if it's being the man or well, I think whatever. it's because, especially with sports, because you're talking about, like, something that's active, healthy, productive, right. social. It's not like they're saying, hey, can I get an Xbox? They want to go do something that, like, everyone grows up doing. So, yeah, I can, I get that. Well, and it kind of crushes my, it crushed my soul to have to say no. And I mean, in reality, my parents helped me pay for some of the stuff they were doing. Like Lily got in gymnastics. That was way too much money a month. And, and they were like, well, we'll pay for half. Oh. And we're, and you know, yeah, and my like, parents okay, sure. did the same thing with the girls in gymnastics. And it's great. I mean, and, but you know, and then there's people that don't have that. So it's right. You're constantly like telling yourself, like, I got to provide and I, I don't want to just provide for the bare minimum. I want to be able to give them a lot of things or nice things or whatever it is, or lots of Ha- at least they had the option of doing more sports. I'm not saying like just buy them a crazy amount of toys. Ugh, screw that crap. They get enough of that from their grandparents right. and whatever. But then, so now that's kind of where we're at now. So then it's like, then you have to balance being at work. When is it too much to be at work and you're working more to provide for the family that you're now not going to see or be able to go to those games or practices or because you're trying you're too busy working to try to make those even possible so have you do you feel like you've gotten a pretty good balance on that now um no yes and no so now so now i'm in my fifth year so yes a little bit better um i'm the head coach of his damn 8u baseball team so that is a blessing um i don't like dealing with all the um the parents and like coordinating practices, like the admin stuff that goes behind it and trying to help. Cause I'm bad at that right. anyway. Like I just talked about how I'm terrible with schedules and calendars. And then they're yeah. like, Hey, what time is practice is going to be for the next four months or two months? And I'm like, Oh God, I don't know. I haven't even thought about that. <laughs> like, what? I don't know what time practice is next week. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't really want to care to, you tell me, you know, and but it's like 12 different parents, sets of parents. So I can't just, I got to do it all and figure it out. But it's, um, but so that does help because I'm there. So it's not like I'm going to miss those things, but it's just another thing that's on the plate. And so I've gotten a little bit better at that. And then uh, at, as far as at least just being there, being a part of it, um, as the kids have gotten over, we have gotten to do, um, well, we're going to get in that. So some of the, I want to go over just a list of things that I've done that's kind of helped. But I don't know. I mean, I still think it's it's rough because there's still like I'm on my phone or I'm on my computer. I come home and then I'll get emails from work. People asking me for stuff, asking me for a quote, asking me for this or that. And I'm trying to like and I don't do a lot of the quoting anymore, but I'm starting to you know, make sure it gets to the person that will quote it and make sure whatever. So I'm just. Ultimately, I'm still sitting there. My kids, all they know is they just see me sitting there at the table with my phone out, staring at my phone for 45 right. minutes, you know? And that's, even though I'm working, it's still bullshit because they don't give a damn. They just want to hang out with me. Oh, I mean, we, talk, we talked about that when, when I talked about the devices, when it's just like, you're, you're there, but you're not. Yeah. And like, if, like when, when my, you know, oldest, Taylor would sit, just sit there on her phone. I would like 
get pissed off because I'd be like, I just want to hang out with you, but you're just sitting here on your phone. And then as soon as like she wants to do something, I'm just sitting there on my phone. And I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> the apple doesn't fall far from the tree, <laughs> idiot. Yep, exactly. Damn it. <laughs> you're just like me. Damn it. You suck. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I, it's, I don't understand, man, uh, why we have a society where we have chosen to work so much and so hard and like, it's just constantly go, go, go more, more, more. You gotta, you gotta try to get ahead. It's all about the rat race. Like why have we put ourselves in a situation as a society to just enslave ourselves to work? I don't, I don't get it. No, I think that's a great, I think that's a great question. I don't have an answer. Um, but it is true and it's and it's it's rough because like i i have the power um because i have i have this business i can control the hours i could shut us down fridays and we could have a 3 day work in a oh, weekend every week but the reality is i don't know how many customers i would piss off but it would be a lot of them they're like who closes on fridays you know you guys aren't here to right. serve our serve your customers i'm going somewhere else because that's the expectation. You are expected to be open Monday through Friday. Now, maybe with COVID and the stuff that the technology side of where some of these businesses are actually using the technology that's been around for a long time and been available, um, maybe that'll get better where in reality, you're not working eight straight hours every day. Or maybe every mm -hmm. Friday, all of a sudden you can, you're able to get enough done to where you can kind of, you know, you can kind of shut things down around two o'clock or noon or something like that but um i don't know i think we've just it's been that way and you know we were talking about before and i i looked it up yeah, but dude you could stagger your weeks bro think about it what if you had a crew that worked monday through thursday and a crew that worked tuesday through friday yeah you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. and yeah. like with technology like i agree but it seems crazy to me that with te we've had technology that has made everything infinitely easier and yet seemingly it doesn't change at all how much we work as a society so it's like i don't know some of it seems a bit counterintuitive some of it i think people are just addicted to work yeah they're addicted to like the success and that's what drives them and maybe some of that is because like maybe it's because i'm not driven that way maybe that's that's not what fuels my my existence is career success. I think it's nice. I think it was great. I think you do your best at what you, you do in life and everything you do, but that doesn't like define me or drive what I think success in life is. And maybe that's, that's a big part of it. I think that's a, definitely a part of it for some where their status in their job or their in that career and what they've accomplished is more important. I think money is a big part of it. Um, I've never been super money motivated, but as I've had children and as I, we've gotten older, I am more money motivated because I mean, it's just like moving, um, one kids are expensive Two, um, I want them to play sports and if they want to play sports, I want to, you know, well, I want to be able to buy them a basketball or a baseball and a glove and a bat and a tee. And, you know, I bought a net for Steven to practice in and. Because now all of a sudden he's like, hey, I want to go hit. Let's. I want to go throw. I want to go do this. I want to go do that. Okay, well, crap. I got to get us a tee. I got to get us a net. You know, like those things. All that takes money. 
Um, right. Then it's like, well, I want my kids to be able to have a little bit bigger yard so that they can actually play out front or play out back. Well, what does that cost? So we just bought a house with an, or, you know, we're closing on a house that has an acre lot. So that's great, but it costs more money. So it's like, I, right. in a way, I'm, I've never been money where I'm like, man, I just want to make a shitload of money. That's where, that's where I'm going to feel successful. But I do want to give my kids a lot of stuff in it, not yeah, I get that. necessarily I get material, that right? But it's like, or, or, hey, I want a bigger house so that I can have friends over. They can have friends over. They can have friends over and they're not so close to me and they're all so loud that I want to kill all of them. <laughs> <laughs> like, so I need a bigger house. So I'm I like, I want to have a house where... I- I want to have a house where I don't actually know that kids live in the house. Oh my God. Yes. I want to build a house outside <laughs> my backyard that they just live in. My, my real estate agent was like, yeah, this house was so big. She's like, you could just walk in here and like lose you. She's like, you'd lose your kids for days. I was like, you are tipping the scales hard in the direction <laughs> of this house. When you tell me that <laughs> I just, I just really want to get rid of my children. Um, <laughs> no, like it's great, you know, and then we're thinking, man, I'd love to have, um, I'd love to have a boat. I've always wanted a boat of, to fish in. Well, then where the hell are you going to store the boat? Oh, you need a, you need a bigger shop. You need something there that you can put. Mm. It's like, God dang it. Everything you want just costs more money. So it's like, you got to work more, you work more and gain more money to get the more, the stuff and things. And, and it's not all necessarily for me. It's not just like, oh, I got to have like super nice things. It's like, I just want to be able to, I want to be able to take my kids on a vacation. You know, we're going to go to Colorado. We're going to go to Wyoming. Every bit of that's going to cost money. So I don't know. I think that, I think that's part of the whole, just the, the cycle of like crazy that we're stuck in where it's like, I want, you know, I need money to give my kids a life that, and me a life that I want. But then I, so I got to spend more time to get the money which do you ever worry about do you ever worry about like your kids being content like i don't know like the contentment side of it like yes. at what point do i need to realize that we have an incredibly blessed life and we should be far more content and that the more like i i and trust me i get it cuz i'm the same way man i want to give my kids like everything but at what point i have to sit back sometimes and think Am I just teaching them that like basically anything they want or whatever we want to do, like we're just, you're able to do it and you just go and you just have no realization or appreciation or contentment for what you have because it's a lot as it is. Um, so I worry about that a lot. Um, we constantly tell them no and we don't give them a lot of stuff. Um, but we really do want to give them a lot of like memories or, um, opportunities. So we've spent money and time like camping and different things to give them experiences. Um, Mm. But we try pretty hard to kind of keep the, the, you know, the fact and let the help them understand, like you have a nice life, you have a nice bike, we have a nice house, all that stuff. That's honestly one of my biggest fears. That's one of me and Renee's biggest fear when it comes to the kids is them growing up and thinking, especially if I reach the goals that I have for myself in my business, we should be pretty well off financially, eventually. It's not going to be mm-hmm. like tomorrow, but <clears throat> eventually. But one of my my biggest fears is for my kids to grow up thinking that that's, this is how everyone lives. And this is totally normal. Right. 
and they just live like everybody else lives. And there's nothing to be really like, nothing's that special or, or to be that grateful about. And, you know, I think the only way to prevent that in this, you know, in, in this country, because we have it so insanely well off compared to 98% of the entire planet, um, is to get them out of this damn place and take them out to a third world country, make them, you know, help out and do different things. So, and that's, yeah, that's a huge mistake or a deal that we worry about. So one of the things that we've started that we did, and I got this from another guy, his name is Mark and I thought it was awesome. And so with, with, uh, Mike, with insurance, there's these travel trips that we try to qualify for. <clears throat> and we've qualified for one for every year. We didn't get to go on one last year because of COVID, but every other year we've gone. So their first trip, and ever since then, every time we go on these trips, like we're going to go on a, even though we're not doing a trip with the company, we're going to do a trip, like we're going to go to Colorado and Wyoming, this big epic trip that we get to take, right? So what he did, because he would win these trips, and he's like, man, as my kids, now that they're older, but when they were younger, he's like, I used to remind them and tell them and explain to them why we get to go on these trips. And he was like, I didn't want them to think that we just get to go, we just go on them because we can. I wanted them to understand right. that I earned these trips. And so I had to work really hard to get these trips and that not everybody gets to go on these because he's like, it was twofold. One, I didn't want them to think that this was normal, but two, I wanted them to appreciate that to get really nice things or to do really fun stuff, you have to work your ass off. And then it wasn't just yeah, giving hard to works us. pays off. Right. So he's like, I wanted them to understand there were there in reality, there's times that I have to work. I have to sit down at the kitchen and work in front of my kids. So, you know, I've taken them to work before. So then kind of partly because they, so they can kind of see just what I do and whatever, but also, man, when we go on these trips, I make it a big point to tell them like, I didn't just, this wasn't given to me. I had to earn it. And there's days. So, so remember those, some of those days where I just have to sit down at the kitchen and I have to work a little bit because there was a snowmageddon and y'all didn't understand why we could, I couldn't go play in the snow with y'all because people's, water was caving in and stuff. I said, I have to do those things. But in, when I do those, those, that makes this possible. And so as they've gotten older, they, they see and understand a little bit more as they mature that, you know, you have to work and you have to work hard to get these things. Um, now how that's going to work, you know, now they're just going to grow up and be like, I got to work my ass off and then not be around my kids. I, mean, it's, I don't know, but <clears throat> as All far right, as so just, I want to go ahead. I was going to, no, you finished. Cause I was going to pivot to something else. I'm finished. I have no idea what I was about to say. All right. Well said. Yes. Yeah, thank you. All right. Um, so no, what I wanted to, uh, to talk about though, at this point for you guys, it's a little different for you guys, obviously, cause me and Eve haven't been married that long. And so for us, you know, we did a lot of stuff and it was, it's just really easy to prioritize that part of the relationship, the marriage. So, in the work-life balance, what have you, have you guys like set out? Do you guys do date nights? Like what have you guys done to prioritize like that aspect of the, of the relationship? I need to ask Renee to leave the room for this part. <laughs> I saw her <clears throat> ruffling back. There. Yeah. Um, Was she folding laundry? She is cleaning up the, she's going through stuff to get rid of it so we can we're gonna start the purge this month. Um, oh, that's the greatest. Yeah. So Honestly, man, we, we have tried, we do, we do, we do do date nights occasionally. Um, I can't tell you when the last one we had, which is my fault and pathetic. Um, so we recently talked about that and 
so we're going to try to go on one soon. Um, it's just something that if you're not super intentional about, you will mm. blink, take care of the kids, do the stuff and the things, and then it's been six months. And you're like, holy shit, right. how long has this been? I mean, I remember the first you time. You always I- take yourselves in the backseat to the kids. Yeah. I feel like that's the easiest thing to be like, oh, well, we got to do this for the kids. We got to do that for the kids. We got to do. But it's like, yeah, but this is equally as important. Too. It is. It's it's probably more important to a degree uh, because you're also setting the example for your kids on how to love your wife and how to mm. treat one another. And, you know, it's hard to do over time when you aren't actually doing it or you're not doing it. You're not taking the time to spend with each other. And then all of a sudden you kind of get things get weird or awkward um, when you're by yourselves. So it's something that we've gone through kind of phases or periods of time where we've we've been better at it and then we've been worse at it. And I do think that, you know, the mistake that one of uh, we both kind of do a lot uh, is put it on the other person. So I get really busy and then I try to blame her. Well, I'm like, well, you, you know, you can plan one, too. And in a way, at a certain point, sure, like it goes both ways. Like we're both able to make plans, but I don't know. It just, it needs to be done. And the defensive nature of that never goes well. Yeah, exactly. No, (laughs) (laughs) it's usually never a really good sign when you just like knee jerk reaction is to be like, well, it's your fault too. I didn't, yeah, you're stupid. Stupid face. As soon as you try to like, yeah, as soon as you try to distribute blame equally yeah. or take like a percentage off of you, like you're done, you lost, and this is going to go south real quick. Yeah, I haven't, that's why I was kind of hoping she'd leave the room during this comp- this part of it. But um, <laughs> no, it's really, it sucks. Uh, I suck at it. I am terrible at it. Um, I, again, I can't, I'm, I mean, I've got like five calendars. I don't, I don't know how to use any of them. Apparently things get on them. I don't remember. Um, so, and I, I, what'll happen is I'll be like, let's have a date night tonight. And then she's like, do, how, do you have a sitter? Like how, what are we going to do with the kids? Oh, damn it. Okay. Hold on. Let me check the sitter. And it's like, let's have a date oh, night yeah. in an hour because that's how much time I've thought into this thing because I just don't even realize. And then, you know, oh, I can't do a date night because I committed to 15 things six months ago. And I, right. di- I didn't know that <laughs> this was all going to land right here. Like it just, that's me. Like that's, that's, that's just a snippet of what it's like being married to me, ladies. You're welcome. I just like, I was thinking about it and I was like, you know what? Because before Eve left, um, obviously we're still just in that honeymoon stage and it was, you know, it was kind of, I mean with COVID with, well, I'm just saying like with COVID, like it sucked because we couldn't go out as much, but it's a lot easier when you first get married to prioritize time like that. And so I'm thinking like, okay, well, when she comes back this summer, I'm like, I want to be able to make sure that like we implement that early. So that becomes as much of a staple as like anything else. So you know what, um, what you just said that, and I'm, I'm sorry to cut you off. One, I think the time that we were the best at it was when I was in the army because of deployments, because I left for correct. so long. When I came, you appreciate back, the time more. Yes, you're. It's so much easier to prioritize and see the 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 need and the value when you see the person for five straight years and you sleep in the same bed with them every night for five years. That it. That's when it gets so much more difficult. So you're right. If you can set that now, 
where it's like, hey, once a month, come hell or high water, we're going to go out. To, we're doing a date night. I don't give a shit what we have to do. Yeah. If we got to, like, chain the kids to a bedpost, it doesn't matter. <laughs> we're going out. Like, that Dog is something crates, you man. should. Those are great. You should absolutely do because it won't be now. It'll be later when you got, when she's out or whatever and you go, dude, I remember, I swear to God, I remember when we went out to this, we spent two nights. Uh, it was really fun. We did this Jeep jamboree thing we crawled around a jeep in south texas and we were with some other younger couples none of them had kids and so we were there it was just me and renee camped there and um we were like they asked us they said so when is it that you um how long have you guys like how long has it been or do you guys do this often we said no they go well how long has it been since you last like left the kids for two nights with just you two and, dude, we hadn't done it since Steven was born. And it, he was, like, two and a half. Wow. We had no idea. Like, no idea that it had been that long. We're like, holy shit. Oh, no, yeah, we just did it like this. Um, No, wait, hold on. We didn't. That wasn't it. Oh, yeah, no, it was this time. <laughs> oh, no. No, it wasn't. Okay. And that's, I mean, that's how it happens. And it's just, it just, it's insane. So, all right. So, with that, I have a question for you. What, um we've all had to like time management stuff at some point. So have, do you have things or have you had things that you've done that's actually worked? Even if it was just a different, like a, during a season of your life, like what was some times or things that actually worked well? I don't know why you're laughing. I just gaff off. I, well, what's worked well recently is I just gaff off my school responsibilities. (laughs) That's worked out really well. Yeah. That's priorities, man. I'm just, I yeah exactly on the the scale of priorities that is six feet underground so that's worked out pretty well for me, um, you know I I don't know man I can't even honestly think you know it, it's hard because things were so hectic when I was in the military especially because I was a single dad at the time so like during that period of my life my only priority was the girls yeah because i had them so infrequently i had like you know it was like weekends and then summers and then but i was i was gone out of the state for courses i was pre-deployment training then i deployed so for that it was like the only thing i ever did or planned was just me and the kids which was fine like that was perfect um it's gotten harder since like I got out and then all of a sudden you're like, okay, well now you're working, you're going to school. Okay. Now you have a family. Like I'm in like the beginning, like stages and in the midst of really having to like make hard choices and trying to kind of like foreshadow some of the things that I'm going to need to sacrifice or ways I'm going to balance it when I go to California. So that's why this is interesting for me because it's like, I'm about to really experience more so having to implement a lot of of balance to the work and and home life yeah so i yeah because you don't have a job yet because you're jobless um bro i worked all throughout school (laughs) come on i know i know so so for one for me i have like one hack that i've that i've had um and i started doing it when i worked for a different for an agent then i came and i still it took me a minute to kind of get to get back to it uh, but if you can do it, this is one thing for like working out. I don't care if it's in the gym or whatever, like exercising is I exercise during lunch. So n- most places will give you an hour 
I went to the guy. I was like, listen, by the because the gym was kind of far. So I was like, by the time I get to the gym, change, work out, shower, change back, get back here. It's about an hour and a half. And I'm blowing through the workout as fast as I can. You care? What if I just take an hour and a half lunch? I'll stay a little. I'll stay thirty minutes later by the end of the, at the end of the day because day ended at five thirty. I was like, I'll just work till six. He was like, Yeah, I don't care. So I was like, Sweet. So I work out during lunch, and then I take a protein shake. I have two scoops of protein, some oatmeal. I mix it all in there. That's my lunch. It takes me five minutes to make in the morning. I take it dry. And then I put water in it when I'm done working out. That's my whole lunch. But I get to work out during, so I'm not having to worry about, like, food. All that stuff kind of goes in together. Uh, because I hate working out in the mornings, early, early in the mornings. Because I'm just not a morning person. But then also then working on the evening sucks. Because if I go work out right at 530, I'm there for an hour. It's 630, you know, whatever. Head home, traffic, whatever the hell. I'm getting home around seven. Well, when my kids were little, like they were going to bed by seven thirty, And so I'm kind of not there missing out half the evening. So working out during lunch is a huge one for, has been one that's always been great. If, if at all possible for those that are listening, I would strongly suggest at least try working out at lunch at during lunchtime. Also, if you're working out at a gym, most of the time it is totally dead. Like, by far one of the best times to work out because there's almost no one there anyway. That's usually when the employees work out there. So that's how you know it. it's the by far the best time. It's the sweet spot. Like, there's no one there. It's, mm. The morning crowd's gone. The 5 o'clock crowd hadn't gotten there yet. You're golden. Um, so that's one that, that definitely helps me at least get that in. Uh, and then you got to pri- you still have to prioritize it. It's still really easy to make excuses and not do it. My employees know... Um, most of the time, I mean, you still have, I have to have some kind of self control a little bit, but, um, or sometimes work is just too, I have to stay, but for the most part, I'm out of there. Working out is a huge stress reliever for me. It's not just about like trying to look good or whatever. A lot of it is just mental. It's mental. And so my, my team understands that if I don't go work out all the time or regularly, then it it kind of builds up and then they've even said like, Hey, maybe you should just go to the gym. Um, we got it here. <laughs> Cause I'm just, I'm just stressed. Hey, you're man. being a real, uh, you're being a real douche canoe today. Why yeah. don't you leave? <laughs> wow. You're a real asshole, man. Why don't you uh, go to the gym? And I'm like, I mean, I, they've said it in a very nice way and I'm like, damn, yeah, that's, that's bad. Okay. I'll go to the gym. Um, so it does give me more evenings. Uh, we kind of touched on this before, but I think communication is a huge deal right with there, your man. wife. Um, That's it. That is what's helped us a ton. I'm like, hey, once you, again, once you kind of get some balance, then you can kind of go, hey, I really, I haven't fished in like a month. I just want to go fish for like a couple hours. And we got, I just, and I don't want to go with the kids. Like, I don't want to take the kids. I just want to fish for me, which is cool. Cause then, then yeah, she's got no, she's like, all right. Yeah. Like, don't do it tonight because we've got so much. We've got this, this, and this, like, it's just going to be a beating, but tomorrow we got nothing. That should work. That'll work out great. But then I, can I, like, I want to go, do you care if I go get my, like a pedicure the night after? I'm like, fuck no. Awesome. Let's do that. Yeah. You can get all the pedicures you want. If you get, if I get to fish some. Dude, that, that's the key right there. And that's, and it's also the key of being like, Hey, you need to like, just tell me no. Yeah. Tell me no yeah. when it's a no. And you know what? 
if and I, and if I can't accept that, then that's a me problem, and I need to work on that. And call me on that too. But like, by all means, tell me no. <laughs> yeah, I think that's that's something we've gotten better at. Where it's like, hey, I'm not. Um, you're not the bad guy because you're saying no. Um, you're not like the naggy wife or whatever the hell. Um, just be honest. Like if it's legit, because mo and again, most of the time it's like, I just, I'm not thinking through like, Hey, on this Friday we have this, 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 and this. And I don't know. All I'm thinking right. is like, I don't have anything planned and I don't, maybe I can just go fish for a little while. And then and that's like the worst possible day I could possibly go fishing. What's well, a fine. Just tell me like, no, you're an idiot. Look at the calendar. And I'm like, Oh, what yeah. is that? Um, so that's something that's helped out really well. Um, I think, you know, I talked about playing, like explaining the kids while we have vacations, that kind of helps a little bit alleviate some of that because you do have to work. You do. And sometimes you're going to have to go above and beyond for, for work. As long as it's not mm -hmm. every, you can't do it every week. You can't do it every damn day, but you know, every once in a while you will. Um, I think the hobbies with the kids, so camping, hiking, um, things you can do as an entire family that you enjoy doing, just trying to integrate all of that as soon as they become, I mean, damn, hiking, shit, my three, I mean, when their kids were three, they could hike, not for very long, but they're going to, they could walk around and at least gets everybody out right. of the damn house, you know, like those were, that's the stuff that does it. Um, God, dude, I took Brooklyn to Top Golf and she was crushing it. Nice. And so the next, like, the next week, I was like, Brooklyn, you want to go to the driving range with me? She was like, yeah. And we had these little clubs. And so we just went out. I was like, this is awesome. Yes. I was like cloud nine. Just hit a bucket of balls with my daughter. I was like, hell yeah. This is where it's at. <laughs> yeah, great father, daughter time. And you got to do some <laughs> shit that you like to do. <laughs> exactly. Like, that is, I mean, that's definitely something I look forward to doing. Um, <clears throat> one other thing I used to do for stress and kind of a work life. So like, you know, you got to do certain things to there's the work life side, but there's also in order to do that, you got to take care of your mind or your body and spirit and whatever else. <laughs> so one of the things, yeah, I see. So one of the things I did, I've done before is, um, some people think it's weird, but I will go if, if stress is just through the roof, I don't want to go work out or whatever. It's not even going to be enough. Some of the things I have gone and watched a movie by myself in the middle of the day at a theater. What an introverted thing to do. You right? weirdo. I know that's what like, that's when I'm like, <laughs> I like at the verge of like a shooting spree. That's what I, <laughs> I was just going to say. I was just going to say, man, Oh my goodness. How depressed were you when you did that? The first time I did it was like the first year and I of my business and I was just stressed to the max and my my employees like really just we were way behind on everything all of our goals like for the month like just just garbage just super slow month and I think one or two of them like they wanted to like close down early one day and I just so I just I had to hold it in and I'm just like <laughs> I'm going to explode I'm going to explode and it, there's nothing that will come out of my mouth right now that will be good at all it's just going right. to, it's going to be bad. So I just stood up and I, there was like, I had four employees or three employees at the time. And I just looked at them and I go, I'm taking a long lunch. And I walked away. I just walked out as fast as I could before I just absolutely exploded. And I didn't know what else to do. And they, I think Transformers had come out or something. And I was like, Transformers like 17. So I went out. Yeah. There's a theater 
not pretty pretty close to my office so i just i just drove over there walked in got me a <laughs> got me a big ass soft pretzel and i was like i want one of those and i want some chocolate <laughs> and i just walked into that damn theater and i sat there for two and a half three hours however long that movie is and it was it really did help so that was kind of my like it's always been my emergency like i'm gonna explode i gotta go it's movie time i want to see a movie good for you for for recognizing and being able to remove yourself oh, from the situation. It was so bad. Like, I remember, I'm like, this is the feeling I feel when I yell, when I've, like, had a screaming fight with my wife, and I that's a terrible thing. I've got to get out of here now. <laughs> like, the blood is boiling. <laughs> I got to go. So. Right. What about you? Any other hacks? You got any other tips? Life tricks? Nothing. No. Great. Way to contribute. Yeah, you're welcome. But I love you. Yeah, it's okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, you know what, man? And I'll say this too. This is one thing that I'll, I'll end it on this. So that's, those are the things that's kind of helped me. Um, it's not perfect. It's definitely a battle. And I think that as there's just different seasons and different like chapters, right? Like now the kids are this age. Now this is an issue. And, you know, I'm sure, you know, work balance will become different when they're like in high school and they're not around as much. So then I feel like I can work more or I can do things for myself more when I really should probably be doing doing more, putting more of an effort to <laughs> force my kids to do things with me or spend more time with my wife. Um, I would just assume that those are things. Um, but we got a lot on our plate. There's a lot that's expected of us. We want to be good fathers. We want to be good husbands, good Christians, good um uh freaking what else is there good friends uh you know healthy we got to spend time doing that i mean there's just a shitload of stuff that we're supposed to do every damn day and we just don't have time but i have a new employee who um he lost his daughter his only child um probably about eight years oh ago my. um and he said something we were briefly talking about. This was like a week, a couple of weeks ago, but we were briefly talking about certain things about working and blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Something along these lines. And he said to me, he goes, you know, man, and he goes, and he's 60 or 57 now. So <clears throat> he's like, you know, you think we, I get it. Like you, we always want to do these things and we want to do these for, and we tell ourselves like we want to do these for our children. We want to be successful for ourselves and for our family and like make everybody proud. He goes, but you know and if you don't like just just understand that like your kids don't give a shit how successful nope. you are at the end of the day they just want to hang out with you they just want to spend mm -hmm. time with you it's like they don't care how much money you're making they don't care what trophies you've won in your job like that just that just really doesn't matter it's just that just time. unconditional love to a fault yeah and just they have and just time they just want time with you and yep. man it's just when he said that and just coming from someone who can no longer spend time with their daughter um that was even though i, I think I, I feel like i've heard that before it's not like it's uncommon to hear but coming from him it just hit me different and um I think that's something that we all constantly need to re remind ourselves of when it comes to the kids. Cause dude, kids just suck the life right out of me. They, they suck the soul right out of me sometimes. And I'm like, I just want to, <laughs> God, just get away from me for 10 minutes. 
I'm going to throw you through that wall. Yeah, like, please, just go away. Go outside and go play. But for the most part, I mean, that's – they're definitely – It's funny you mention that because one of, one of, like – this would be the last thing I say, but some of, like, the most memorable times I have is, like, the most mundane hanging out with, like, my dad or something. Yeah. Like, not doing anything special. I remember like playing with like the Fisher Price basketball set in the basement and he would reject me all the time. He'd never let me score <laughs> or like I would throw like I had the worst temper tantrums as a kid and he would they would just like they would call me funky punta and they would just like as my face would get red and they'd all just make fun of me. But like somehow I remember those as the most endearing times of my childhood. It's not like all these other crazy things. It was just like, hey, or sitting on the couch watching a basketball yeah. game with my dad. Like, I remember that all every single time. And it's like, that's all that stuck with me because that's all you cared about as a kid. Yeah, some of the memories so like, I have. Give that to your kids. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Like, that's some of the memories I have. Earliest memories was my dad, like, letting me stay up late to watch Star Trek with him. And... We'd watch it on, and I have another, like, one of my favorite trips I've ever been on with my dad, just me and him. We went and fished, and we had all the, we'd, we caught a ton of fish. It was fishing was great, but the things I remember was sitting in the hotel room. We got room service for dinner, and we just sat there and watched a movie together. And, like, yeah, I don't even know how, Highlight. I must have been, like, eight, nine years old, and that was, like, the coolest shit. That's still one of my favorite. <laughs> He's like, how is that your favorite one? Like. <laughs> we've done like we went to Canada and caught thousands of fish like and that's the one and I'm like yeah I don't know just something about it like that was just awesome like because that was the first yeah. one you know and then just but yeah, yeah. it's some it's remarkable like we don't it doesn't have to be something mont like just some crazy beautiful trip like they're probably gonna hate half this trip that I'm planning for them in October or right because for them it's like oh we gotta get in a plane we gotta be in a car no we're just gonna be in a car all this we're driving the whole time yeah, <laughs> they'll but they'll like, remember when you sucks. they'll remember when you take them to, yeah, just to like dinner one random night or like something <laughs> weird like that. So maybe we should just <laughs> like stop that's trying. What <laughs> we should just sit around on our ass with our kids staring at them. All right, so work life balance, we got no answers for you. Uh, good luck. It is important. Um, family's got to yeah. come first. We suck at it, so hopefully you do better than us. Yeah, do better than us, man. It's that easy. Um. All right. All right, buddy. All right, man. Good talk. We'll see you next week. Good to see week. you. Yep. See you next week. Yep. Appreciate you guys. All right. End it. Drop it. Send it. This has been the Beyond Our Service podcast. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, review, tell your friends all about us. This show can be found everywhere major podcasts are available. And if you'd like to reach out, please head over to beyondourservice.com and let us know what you think or find out how you can be a part of the show. See you next time.